We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome to another episode of Paranormal the New Normal. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always, trying to make this world seem a little normal. Does it ever really happen? No, never, never. And that's okay, because the world's not meant to be normal. The world's meant to be different. If, we, if the world's normal, we'd be bored all day. Come on. So, but as always, I bring guests to help me with this quest I'm on. And my guest this week, I'm very excited to have, because it's something different that we haven't done before, and that's awesome. My guests this week are Arit and Amir Cooper, and they are joining me from the other side of the world because they have an amazing story to tell, and they have an amazing academy called the Aura Heal Academy, or Heal, I'm sorry, I screwed up, the Heal Aura Academy, dyslexia, swear to God. <laughs> they're the, they're, they created the Heal Aura Academy, which we're going to get into what they do there in a little bit, but first things first, how are you guys doing today? Thank you. Thank you very much. We are good. We we will see if it's interesting if you will fall asleep or not. <laughs> oh, I trust me, I ain't fall asleep. So <laughs> I just woke up for God's sake. I can't fall asleep. <laughs> but well, okay, that's a lie. But well, let me ask you this, because I know you both are involved in this. So this is the first time I actually ever asked this question to two people at once, but let's go with it. What got you both into this? paranormal spiritual path that you went down like to start at the beginning kind of like what what got you into it okay i can share with you about 25 years ago i had a car accident and uh one of the uh thing that happened that i couldn't walk for quite a while because of this uh car accident and operation that i had to go through and um What's happened after that, that suddenly I started to hear and to know things about people that I haven't um, heard before, haven't heard before. I'll give you an example. I went into um, the um, mechanic to take the car 
that was uh, that had the accident. And um, there was a few uh, like this. It was a very interesting uh, mechanic because he had a kind of a huge room inside the mechanic place, like almost like in a small apartment. And there was um, paintings on the wall and there was pictures. And I said, who is this on this picture? And he said, this is my father. And this never happened to me before. I started to tell him things about his father. And I told him, um, you know, I have a feeling that your father owed money for three people. And I told him more or less the amount. And this guy said he doesn't know anything about that. And his father passed away about a year before. So the next time I came to his place, I asked him, well, did you check? And he said, you wouldn't believe, but what you said was true. My father didn't really had to pay some debt to three people. And he didn't have time to do that. So I paid it for my father. And I'm very happy that I had this chance to do, to do that. Interesting. Anyway, Interesting. yeah. Interesting. And so this was the first time. And after that, I started to see more and more things about people. And I started to say things to people that helped them a lot in many ways. So people start to come to me and I will help them about their work, about their relationship, about their marriage, about different things. And I just helped them. I heard the voice inside me that is saying what to say. And I just knew what to tell them. And I would say in about 90%, 85, 90% of the things that I've felt about them, it was true. And what I was very happy that it was positive things, it's things that helped them in the work or any place they've been. So this is how we started it. So since then, people came from many places to come and ask for our advice. Wow, I mean, that's that's one heck of a that's one heck of a origin story, basically. Um, and I, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's amazing to help people like that. And I mean, I like to always kind of dissuade people from getting pop culture references stuck into these stories. So just to ask this question, like, you don't have to actually like you know, because like in some movies such as The Dead Zone. You have to t- they, they have to touch the person in order to get these like mem- like memories of them or these visions of their life. You don't you, you don't have to touch these people even. You could just be near them and it will come to you. Yes. All right. That's that's even more impressive. Honestly, I mean, it's almost is it is it almost like a can it be a curse sometimes though? Like, do you not want to see everything you see? Like, is there things that you saw that you're like, I don't want to see this? Well, the truth is that. Um... I stopped it like it came all the time and then I started to stop it. Only people that really asked me to check for them, I was opening the um, the channel, if you can say something like this. Because it's important for me, the privacy of people. I really don't want to need all the things that are happening. I just wanted to help people and to help people that are coming and ask me for help. Not just 
anyone in the street. It's really embarrassing. It's not comfortable. So I completely, like when you hear something that is, I'm not supposed to hear or stuff like this. So I just stopped it. And only people that are coming to ask for help, I'm helping them. Well, I mean, that makes sense. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to walk down a street in a big city like Boston or New York City and be able to hear everything that in these people's lives, like there are going to be a lot of things you don't want to just know about. Like, it's just going to be, uh, I can imagine being uncomfortable. I really can. So that's why I wanted to ask that because I had a feeling that's the way you, the kind of answer you'd give to it. But have you ever thought about possibly helping out like any police or law enforcement with your ability? I once I helped the police, but um, I don't like so much the energy of this kind of institutions. So I did it once, but I didn't continue doing it. But I can um, share with you that um, um, once, like a few years ago, came to me a social worker. She was she was high in the hierarchy, and she would take care of. In, um, incest. incest, yeah. And yes, this is not a comfortable subject. And she would come, and usually there was small kids there, girls many times, but not mm-hmm. only. And she would come and she would ask me, I need to know who is doing what with who. You know, like, who is yeah. doing the sex with, like, is it the brother, the sister, the father, the whatever, the mother maybe even. And she she came to me for more than three years. Every time she brought other cases and I would help her to sort out from what I could feel what was going on there because she knew she needed to know who she needs to protect and who she doesn't need to protect. Of course, so, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know if I was 100%, but she said that it was helping her a lot. Well, I mean, as my six-year-old daughter just walked by me, that is like a heart, that's a heart, it's a heartbreaking situation to be put into in that. And the fact that you are helping with that is just, I mean, that should ruin, that should win some kind of a medal or award right there, honestly, because that's something that needs to be prevented in the world a lot. And it's just, there's not enough, there's not enough, it's hard to find evidence for those type of cases and a lot of things. And someone who like you, who can find the evidence just by being near a person is just, it would change the world. If there was more people like that, that can do that. It would change the world in a great way, at least in this situation. It, I mean, you, you, you would help out in America, the child protective services. So much of that was the case. Anybody who had that ability could do that. It could help them out like incredibly. I mean, <clears throat> maybe in like, uh, well, well, actually, that's kind, of, that's kind of a good segue into another topic because a lot of people I've had on my show who have abilities like yours or similar to yours, they have they believe that there's been a spiritual awakening in the world over the last 20, 30 years, and that a lot more people are awakening with these abilities, and the ability, well, the abilities are awakening people, and they can do miraculous things like this that haven't been heard about since like biblical times. So. Do you believe there's been a spiritual awakening in the world that people are finding these abilities more and more accessible than they used to? Uh, this is a this is a tough question because I tell you something. Um, 
I don't know if the situation of, of this planet right now is in, in its best. There's uh, many issues going in between different countries, and I don't want to go in any way into politics or something like this. Oh, I mean, um, we're not we're not we're, we're not talking. I mean, we're not we're not talking politics. We're just talking individual people. Like we're talking. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no I, okay, I will answer your question from as far as I know what I feel. Um, the, like the thing is that with these things, our heart is saying to us. Yes, we want there would be more people awake. We want that more people would uh, be more spiritual and so on. Um, but I don't know if this is the truth. Like, it, like sometimes, like, if, if you think about it, maybe it's not comfortable because I'm kind of the bad guy that is not coming with a sign. Hey, everything is enlightened right now. Everything is okay. Don't worry. No, I'm not in this side. I'm saying we all need to open our eyes, to pay attention to what's going on, to be careful, to try to be aware to ourselves and to know what, like why we came to this planet and what we came to do here. And this is a part that is very much missing to many, many people. Like, think about it. How many people are not happy with their work? And uh, <laughs> so the thing is that if you, if you would know that before you came to this planet, there is a, agreement, agreement with your soul that is talking about what you're going to do, at least some uh, motives, some lines that will talk about it, that can give you... Um, an idea of what you're supposed to do here, this could be a great help. And this is what we're training people for the last 25 years to know why they came here and what, what their mission here, what they're supposed to do. Maybe we'll just clarify or say something. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is gone for, for now. <clears throat> um, what Amir said that happened in the mechanic place, after a while, we are sitting in the living room and suddenly Amir is telling me, I'm talking to Archangel Aurel. Okay, I was very excited. Uh, and then it a, a new period of time began in our life. Basically, our life turned upside down. He started to receive information from this high caliber a being, enlightened being, and or, the name is Orel, O-R-E-L, and the mandate of Orel is to bring people closer to their soul plan, to why they came to the planet, but not only. He also gave information to Amir how we can elevate our energy field. You know, every one of us have a natural energy field around them, and we call it aura. Yep. So he got information how we can activate and elevate the energy of the aura so we can be more successful, enlightened, creative, less stressed, more awake, more alert. So if, if you combine these two pillars where your energy starts to rise up and you know how to cancel sabotaging sentences and patterns that are coming to your mind and you, you start to understand better why you came to the planet. So... 
through this en enlightened being, a mirror can give people information and even can say to them what are the exact words that they said before they were born. So each one of us is saying, writing, not saying writing and design. Soul agreement. So Amir can go there and see what are the words and sentences that we said that we will do. What are the words that we said and wrote in an energetic way that we will do. So if people are starting to know why they came to the planet and they start to have, instead of low energy, higher energy, they're able to fulfill their missions that they came to accomplish and they feel happier. I'm not saying that we are all the time in the sky and butterflies are around, but we are more satisfied from the inside and we know what we are doing and why we are waking up in the morning. So this is what we are doing in our academy, at least major part, but not only. We also give consultation for relationships, career, health, all of these things. So when you combine knowing your soul agreement and activating your aura and knowing how to nourish it, you are, or all of us are in a better state of mind, soul, physical health, you name it. So this is another layer that came to our life after this car accident. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're doing miraculous work. I, I mean, this is not the first time, of course, I've heard of soul plans, but I, I mean, see, that's the thing is I'm, I personally, as my listeners know, I am not a religious person. I am agnostic I, 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 is the best way to put it because I don't know what to believe because I, especially doing this show, because I hear so many different viewpoints, so many different, so I mean, it's doing this show has opened my eyes to a lot more in the world that exists that I didn't know existed, but I still am agnostic. I'm not going to try to give any names of anything I believe in exactly because I, it's, there's nothing I do fully believe in at this point. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but I do believe in soul plans, so that is something I do believe in. We are all put in this earth with a purpose, whether why we were put here or who put us here. I mean, well, okay, that, that, that is fine why we're put here, but who put us here, that's a whole other subject I'm not getting into. But, I mean, that could be, duh, that could be godly or that could be extraterrestrial, depending on what you believe. So, but, I mean, that's different stories. And soul plans, though. I mean, I, be I believe it. I've been told by mediums and psychics on the show before that my sole plan is to do this show and to help people like you get your word across the world. And that's my that's my purpose, that this is what I was meant to do, even though if you asked me five years ago, if I, if I was going to do a podcast, I would have been like, what are you talking about? Why would I do a podcast? <laughs> and that's kind of why I believe it was my sole plan, because it kind of came out of nowhere and just started and it worked. It worked a year and a half later and almost met you. Yeah, a year and a half later. Um, and 130 episodes released, like I, people are liking to hear about other people's stories because it's not about me. The show is not about me by any means. It's about my guests like you. And that's why I think my soul plan is at least, but then again, I could be wrong. I don't know these things. <laughs> I just guess, I guess on what people tell me and what people, different people tell me different things. So you never know, but you, you've been doing past life regressions even before his accident. Isn't that right? Yes, um, um, not before. When Amir started to channel Aurel, Aurel told me, please go and learn it. So I went and learned how to do past life with people. And the more I elevated my energy with the aura, the more teachings came through Amir. Suddenly, the past life therapy became a magical 
event. Um, angels came to heal people, gave consultation to people. The energy was stronger. So I could see that the more I elevate myself, I become more powerful in matter of empowering other people and allow them to heal their wounds and their scars and their trauma. So it's a whole interesting subject. How can you just tap into this alpha mode or some, it's not hypnosis, but it's a, a kind of a more relaxed place within yourself and you and I allow people and help them to see what they have gone through. And then we fix it by doing some energy work with it. And then after a while, things start to fall into place in matter of that trauma. So if people, I will take a light case. If people were afraid of fire or, or heights or being in a closed place, they found out why. And they could fix it and suddenly it was released. And people that didn't, uh, didn't do well in relationships, didn't do well in career, didn't do well in life in different matters or gained weight or you name it, it can be anything. So when you go back to past lives, you can see how things happened and put their imprint on your soul. And we are carrying all of this baggage with us. And there is a way to get rid of it and be with a lighter energy. So this is a very interesting process. I wouldn't think about it, but Aurel told me, go and, uh, go and uh, learn it. I learned psychology in university. I was a social worker. I instructed parenting courses. So, so it, was not, it was not strange for me and I like it a lot because I see how it can help in a minimum time uh, to get rid of a lot of wounds that people are carrying. Which is an amazing thing. I mean, I have, I've had past life regressionists on the show before, of course, but it it's always fascinates me because it's, I mean, I actually was supposed to have one done like a year ago by one of my previous guests, but just never happened. And I keep forgetting to go back and message her again. It, I've been saying it on this, I've been saying on episodes for months now and I keep forgetting to do it. So even after I leave the episode, I'll it'll completely just wipe my mind. I'm like, why can't I remember this? Well, I can't, why can't I remember this? But, uh, but it's just, <clears throat> it is what it is. I mean, it's, but I mean, it, it, it fascinates me. I mean, and I always ask every past life regression this, this, cause it's like, I always want to find, I want to find that one person who actually has done a past life regression on someone at a famous, who, who was a famous person in history. Yes. Have you, have you come across any of those yet by chance or no? Yes. Yes. I came across someone that was Lincoln. That was who? Lincoln, Lincoln, the president oh, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I thought I thought that's what you said, but I really like the way you said it with the accent. I just couldn't like I was I was like Lincoln, and I was like, oh Lincoln, oh duh. <laughs> I came but, across someone someone that was Elijah the prophet from the Bible. Hmm. Uh, I came across uh, famous people. Uh, I remember that once Samir met someone and he told him. You know what? You were Thomas Alva Edison. <laughs> so, um, yes, I came across, it's, it's interesting, but I came across people that were famous. Yeah. And, yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it is interesting. I mean, it's Abraham Lincoln. Wow. I <laughs> to, to be able to tap into that past life, actually, and 
maybe we can actually learn some things about what happened back then. But was that person afraid of sit, of going to theaters where people could sit behind them? Like, I got to ask. <laughs> say, it again, say it again, please. Was the person who was Lincoln in the past life, were they afraid of going to theaters where people could sit behind them? No. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, I, I, I mean, it's more of a joke, but, <laughs> but I mean, so, wow. You, so you guys really do a lot to help people. You really do. And let me ask you this though. Have you come across any star seeds that have come to you looking for help? If you know what a star seed is. Maybe you define it because uh, Amir, no. Amir is less into this. Otherwise it will not be a clean channel for Orel. So he's he cannot deal with all of the books that we are reading, and maybe you can explain how you define it. Of course, um, I, I've had a couple star seeds in the show before. Uh, star seeds are they usually have abilities, but they they usually have abilities of some kind. But they basically believe that they were that they're extraterrestrial souls trapped in human bodies, and that they usually it's someone who feels like they are not at home on earth. Like they feel like earth is not their home and they feel like they should be elsewhere. That's usually the main sign that someone is one. They usually have medium or psychic abilities to some degree because of, of the extraterrestrial soul in them. But it's a whole, there's a lot of them out there. I've talked to a couple and they truly believe they, they say they are what they say they are. And if there, if there wasn't, if there's only one or two, one or two I've, that actually said it, then I would be a little more, suspicious of it but so many people believe they are one that it has to be at least somewhat true to some level in my mind uh about this i didn't deal uh so much <clears throat> not about this but uh i can say a joke but i'm not trying to joke about the subject that you said i have a respect to the subject that you you bring i just uh didn't occur to me to deal with this kind of things people like this didn't come to me but um i can say to you i'm saying it's a joke that whenever there is a heavy pollution outside then i feel i, I don't belong to this planet <laughs> yeah i, I, <laughs> I can tell yeah. you i can tell you Jeremy, that these people didn't come to us but people that come for example, to personal sessions with Amir, and they will ask, okay, Aurel, tell us from where did we come? What is our home planet? So he will say, he will tell them what is their major home planet that they were like living many lifetimes in. So it's more typical to their essence. So he will tell them you came from this planet, this planet, and he will explain how they live in that planet because there are many, 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 millions and billions of planets and stars and things like yeah. this. I can oh. tell you if you're asking, I will just say one thing, that in the last 10 years or so, Amir channeled uh, the spirit of Leonardo da Vinci, and we are about to publish this book where Leonardo da Vinci is talking through Amir and give some sessions of wisdom and um, guidance to people on planet Earth. So this is going to be interesting. Leonardo da Vinci, that, that would be interesting. I, I that, is, that is actually one of my favorite historical figures because he was such a brilliant man in every way. He, I mean, him, Benjamin Franklin, like there, there's there's a certain people every couple hundred years that just inspire the earth in so many ways before they pass. And yes. they, they change the, 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 the escape of the world, basically. They change the landscape of the world and make it a better place. 
usually. There's also the opposite, people who are the opposite of that, but we won't talk about those because they don't, they don't deserve our as admonishment on this show. But Leonardo da Vinci is a fascinating figure, and I actually I look forward to reading that book because I, I actually had someone on the show who she went to a psychic medium, and she had multiple conversations with Thomas Jefferson, uh, and she actually wrote a book about Thomas Jefferson talking about religion, slavery, politics, and him talking about other founding fathers. Like it was, it's a very interesting book. I read, I read part of it. I haven't got through all of it yet, but it's a very interesting book. And I can imagine one, one with Leonardo da Vinci would be even more interesting because it's even further back in history where we know even less about it. We knew, we know plenty about when the founding fathers were around in America, but that, that was only a couple, that was only a few hundred years ago. Leonardo da Vinci was a good five, 600 years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, I mean, yes. it's, it's even it's a part of history we know we, we know even less about. We only know it based upon what people wrote, and even then, you're only hearing that person's side of the story. You're not hearing the full history. Yes. Which, wow. I, <laughs> okay, see that just took me out of left field there. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> That's yes, he, he he told them through a mirror how he lived and how he felt, and how was his life on planet Earth, and also is giving sessions that are guiding people about creativity, relationships, many subjects. So it's, it's going to be interesting. It's, uh, it's interesting to, to hear and to feel how um, his mind is working. And uh, in this um, book, he trains people to, like he invites people to be with him and to see how he thinks about art, about different things. And it's very, very interesting. It's really not political. It's really to the point. It's, I felt uh, his thoughts are always nourishing. And it always opened for me a big, a big screen of, hey, wait a minute. This is something that is really worth to research about. So it's really amazing book. Actually, actually, I am, we are going to open sessions with Amir and Leonardo da Vinci where Leonardo will train people and we need to talk with Leonardo what he wants to do with people. So it's a pretty much fresh idea that came up lately that Leonardo said through Amir, I would like to train people live. So we are trying to cook it and open it to the public. Interesting. I, I mean, I, I was actually just going to say, because, I mean, you guys may not, you may have never heard of this. I don't know how, if this is something you're into, but there's a video game, that series I love called Assassin's Creed. And in the second one that came out decade a decade ago or so, Leonardo da Vinci is a big character in it. And they really em embellish his personality in it a lot to a point where they, I mean, they go off historical documents and all that too, because the makers of this game are very, they like to stay true to history as much as they can. So, I mean, I would personally love to see what, what he would think of his role in this game and like of what they have him saying in the game to help the main character out and all that and the things they he teaches. Like it just would be like to me, that's the first thing in mind. So I'm like, I wonder how he'd feel that he was in a video game and that if he could even comprehend what that is. But I'd love I'd love to hear what he thinks of that, like his opinion on it. Like it'd be a It'd be fascinating. It'd be fascinating to a lot of people out in the world. In the world, I think, but just my own personal two cents on it. I mean, I mean, there are thousands of questions I could ask Leonardo da Vinci. I, that's that's a brilliant idea to do that. 
Hmm. I mean, if we could talk to historical figures more often that were very wise, maybe it would help some of our own leaders in the world um, be a little more wise, but we won't get into that. <laughs> but so your guys' academy is, do you guys do, is it like week-long classes or two-week-long classes, or is it just individual sessions, basically? We are doing individual sessions. Amir is doing oral reading where he's uh, listening to 92 layers of the aura and he's saying to people why they have, um, what's the root cause of their health issues or other issues. He's doing personal sessions with Aurel where Aurel is guiding people. And also we have courses and one of the, the major course that we have is 27 sessions, weekly sessions where you learn how to deal with your aura, how to communicate with your aura, how to cancel sabotaging sentences, sentences that invading your mind, making you incapable. And you, you learn to communicate with the aura and also to channel and get messages from your aura. So this is a, our flag program, but it's not the only one. So we have weekly sessions and we have individual sessions and we have workshops. So it's all in the in our website. Maybe maybe I will, maybe I will say something on that. Is that if it's okay with you? Of course. Um, that um, um, one of the things that um, we're dealing with, like the aura, is the source of the intuition. Now, intuition for most of the people is not something that they can really trust that they will have in a certain time. Sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't have it. But we teach people how to work on their energy, how to work with the aura, how to understand and talk with it. So their intuition is a way, way higher, and they could check things in their life. For example, who could be a good life partner, or who could be a good business partner, or who could be a good friend. Just think about yeah. it. So, so many things are falling into traps, not in a good marriage, not in a good friendship. So when you learn to work with the aura, this is really could be improved. Inter I mean, yeah, I was, I was, I was going to add to that even. Like, it'd, be, it'd be interesting if people actually were made to figure this out before they became parents to find out they'd be a good parent or not. It would save a lot of hassle in the world if people knew that before they had kids but yes yes i mean every everybody has the right to have everybody everybody should have the right to have kids of course but i mean it would if we, if we did this before marriages too it would save a lot of money on divorce fees but it's i mean there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of issues in the world that stuff like this can solve if the world was more open to it and if more people were willing to come and have their aura looked at or any of their or any of their any of their parts of their soul like their aura their their spirit, their mind, if, if they allow people to get more intrusive readings of it, then we could figure out things in our life a lot earlier. Imagine if we were able to do this in our late teenage years when we were when we first become an adult and we could figure out what our purpose is at that point rather than wasting all this money on college when we don't even need, we may not even need to go to college to do what we're supposed to do. We may just be able to do some, a trade that doesn't require four years of schooling or more. Like it's just, I don't, I mean, it's, there's, eh. it's my resolve to see a better world that I know is this stuff's not going to happen across the world for a while yet, and we still are 
the spiritual awakening is still happening. It's just gonna, it's not going to happen though until it's complete, and it, who knows when that will be? If the world is still around at that point, even I mean, we're just we're destroying this world, so who knows if it's going to be around at that point, even? It's there is there is uh, things to both directions. Like there is people that are really volunteering and doing amazing things. For example, to save different animals. This Jango doll um, inspired the book about that. I don't remember exactly the name of the book, but it's talking about different people that have done things to save animals. So um, there is this thing. And there is the other side where people don't pay attention. They don't think about what they do. They don't care about the animals or the plants. And this is too bad. We just uh, I just hope that people will be more aware that we're not the only one on this planet. There is animals and there's plants. Like some people don't think about it, but just let's take a 50 meters tree. Any tree also could be much smaller, but something like this is a combination of billions and billions of cells that are working together, that are cooperating together and we just come and with a saw, cut it and do whatever we need from that or just toilet mm -hmm. paper or something. People don't think about it, but we're not the only living things on this planet. We're not. I mean, and humans for a long time have thought we're the only living things on this planet, and that's been part of the issue. Or, well, okay, no, we've we never, we never been unintelligent enough to think that we're the only living things on this planet. To us, we're the only living things that matter. That's the issue. Is that in our in most humans' minds, we're the only living things that matter? Oh, you ran over a squirrel with your car. Oh, that's sad. Moving on with my day. But I mean, which I, I mean, I mean per personally, if I am, if I am right, if if I run, if I accidentally run over a squirrel with my car or something, I feel a lot of remorse and regret, and it's just like it's sad because I just took a life of something else that's living, and I shouldn't have done that. It was an accident, yes. I wasn't like swerving to hit the squirrel, but still, it's just I feel horrible, which everybody should. Some people just drive on though, like it's just nothing happened. It's just sad. I mean, the people that yes. actually in situations like that, the people that actually will get out of their car and like try to help the animal that still can be saved, those are the true good people in this world because they understand that everything is that's living has a spirit and a soul and should be preserved and protected. I mean. Same with people who abuse their pets. I can't stand that either because it's just like, why do you bring these living things into your life if you're not going to take care of them and nourish them the way that they should be nourished? Yes. I mean, you, it's just sad. It's a downfall of humanity, and it it, it sends me a lot. But it's just yes, uh, it's I true. Mean, it, you asked you asked us if there is more awakening. In a way, there is more awakening, but there is also the other side that is. Uh, the opposite side of enlightened, let's say, like other things that are happening in the world that are not going in the right way and will not bring the planet to a good state. So we feel that uh, there is some dynamic between <clears throat> the positive side and maybe less positive, and we need to rise up and be more awake, volunteer, do things, do make a difference where we are. So we hope that it will rise up. I mean, we all, I think most of us hope that it, it didn't, there's always been good versus evil in this world, positive versus negative. I mean, yin and yang, 
yin and yang has been around that that theory has been around since the beginning of time on in japan especially and it's just a belief system that's true there's always a balance in the world but at some point you got to hope that the good will outweigh the bad at some point i mean it seems like we were getting there for a while and then things change and the world goes back to having to bounce again it's just it, i mean it, i don't know i mean we did we started doing great like protecting all nature more in the 80s and 90s and then people stopped caring as much because well people didn't stop caring so much it's more the people with the money that stopped caring so much because they didn't want to put the money forth to protect these things i mean look at the polar bears look at the elephants look at the tigers look at all these great species of these amazing complex species of animals that are intelligent that are being that were wiped out because humans didn't understand them or because humans were greedy and wanted what they had whether it be ivory or whether it's just our world polluting the ice caps so that the polar bears are dying because they their habitats being destroyed like it's just we are we, we're not learning that the fact that if we're destroying all these lives eventually it's gonna happen to us too like we're how long until we destroy our own lives by doing things we shouldn't do in this world it's just it's the way it goes it's the way it's the way it goes and hopefully podcasts like this and episodes like this will hopefully make more people see the light and make people realize that they need the help that they need to find their true purpose and that they're not doing the right thing yes. and i'm i'm gonna get off, i'm gonna get off my soapbox now <laughs> but <laughs> so let me ask you this and you can feel free to say no to this i i expect nothing but can you sense my aura from this far away like physically far away i should say because obviously we can see each other but we're far far away distance wise but I can, but I I prefer not to discuss it like this. Okay, that's that. Like I said, you could say you could say no. I don't. It's I'm not gonna. I can never. I would never force you to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> but well, he can right. sense your he can sense your aura, but he will not go into details about what your aura is, how she's feeling about different subjects in your life, and all of this. This needs to be addressed in a session. But yes, he can he can sense your aura. But there is a myth that aura is red here, green here, and there are seven chakras. And through Amir, we discovered a whole new world about the way the aura works, function, and benefit us humans if we nourish it. If we treat it in a respectful way, then it's a whole world that, it's, it, that can be open for us. And the aura is a very dynamic thing, and it's not like red here, green here and blue there and blue says that you are such and red says that you are such no this is too much in the box and the aura is not in the box yeah which makes sense i mean i don't know anybody who truly believed that those spirit rings you could buy when you were a kid like that would show like your mood based on color like i don't think anybody of intelligence actually believes those are really working <laughs> but just because you the ring turns blue doesn't mean you're sad like i mean it's just i don't i don't think because it works that way i mean there's just oh there's and there there have been so many i guess the i i'm thinking of the word but i can't, I can't even think of how to say it right but um there's been so many frauds in the past like i always like to say like when i grew up in the 90s I didn't believe in any of this stuff, medium psychics, channelers. I didn't believe in any of it because in the 90s, they were the people you saw in little small buildings driving down the street that nobody ever went to, or they were the people you saw at carnivals or state fairs that had a little booth. And 
like your parents always tell you, like, oh, don't waste your money on them. But in the last five, six years, since I've been listening to them on other podcasts, since I've interviewed them on my own podcast, I have no doubt that these people have abilities. I've yet to come across anybody where I didn't believe that what they said was true. And I usually have a pretty good sense of when someone's trying to pull my leg, but it, I haven't had that sense since I started this podcast. Like no one, either they, either, either it's true or they believe it's true enough that I can believe it's true. Like that's the, that's the difference. And I could sense that you guys, I could definitely sense that you guys have the ability to change the world. Like it's coming through loud and clear in my head. Like it's just like, you can, you guys have the ability and it's amazing. It's amazing. And, Unless, unless there's anything, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we wrap up for today? I, I can say to you about the aura that um, the aura, in, in most of the cases, is trying to contact us all the time. Each person has a completely different aura, and the aura, in many cases, is trying to give messages to the person. But most of the people, I would say 95 percent of the people on this planet, they're not training to work with the aura, they don't think about that, they're not aware about that. So when the aura gives a message, most of the most of the time, no one is listening and no one can understand it. But it could be, for example, through a certain pain that you have and you're going to take care of this pain, um, take uh, different things to relieve the pain, Sorry, my kids decided to walk in the garage at that right moment and start talking, so I had to mute it so they couldn't they couldn't get in the recording because then it's hard to get out. But um, so yeah, I mean that's the problem is people are not looking inward anymore. People people are looking outward and they're just they're looking outward and they're just looking at it's more it's about more about the money and more about trying to survive than anything. There's it's more about it's. It's more about the money and more trying to more about trying to survive than anything in this world, and that's why people are looking outward more than inward. That's the issue. People need to be able to. If the world was easier to survive in outwardly, then I think more people would look more inwardly. That's the big. Because if you look at it back in the what was it 15, 16, 1700s? Oh, are you guys frozen on me? <laughs> Yes. yes oh, oh, there, there we go. There we go. Okay. Now, uh, I, I, want to suggest, I want to suggest you maybe hug the kids. So they can they, come to the. They they, maybe come. they're me. They miss you. Yeah, they they went back in the house. They're fine. <laughs> They'll see me in a little bit, but and they know where I am. It's not like they don't know where I am. But yeah, <laughs> that's the big. That's the biggest problem. People, if the world was easier outwardly, like I find it hard to look inward to like what my aura towards my aura and my soul and all that. Because I'm so focused on surviving, I'm so focused on providing for my family that I don't have the time and energy to even look inward because it's the outward focuses are so hard. Like trying to pay trying to pay your mortgage is a battle every month for a lot of people, and it just shouldn't be. Yes, but but you know, it's like I'm not criticizing or anything. I just want to oh. bring another angle. It's like like it's like is life. Life is like a minefield. So if you have an option to get the plan of the minefield, where the bombs are, and so you could avoid them, it, you can have much better life. So it depends how you look at that. For me, what I've seen on people when they have this information, 
they're completely changing the way they live. And usually it's a, a much better life. Like I can give you an example. There was a person that was uh, a mechanic engineer. Um, she was a very nice person, but she didn't succeed in this thing. She had bad um, bosses. She really, uh, it was struggle for her. And in a session, I got information that she needs to be a teacher, a science teacher. And she, it was not easy because this person worked a lot in order to get to this place of being an engineer. And just like that her families got almost heart attack from the option that she will not be an engineer after, I don't know, 10 or 13 years of studying. But at the end, she did this change. And she felt so much better after that. See, she felt so much better with the people that she was training. So if you know the map of what you're supposed to do, why you came here, this is a place that you can gain a lot of energy. I, I Yeah, I, I truly believe that's possible. It's just... It, it's hard for some people because they have to focus elsewhere. So it's so hard sometimes that, I mean, and a change like that, like you said, from being, you go, if you're trained to be an engineer for 15 years almost, and then all of a sudden you, you're supposed to change careers. Like, it's just kind of like, I, did I just waste like a quarter of my life? <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of like one of those things. It's just like, I mean, I couldn't, am- I mean, luckily I, I mean, I went to college, but it didn't really amount to anything. So I mean, it wouldn't have been that big a waste if I had to change careers at any point, but it's just even changing careers when you don't have a lot built into it is a tough thing. Getting used to a new schedule, getting used to a new life. Like it's a new life. Every time you start a new career, it's just not easy. And I mean, trying to bounce two careers, trying to be a podcaster and your normal career is just, God, it's, there are some days where I just like forget about things completely. And I have to like quickly get things like today. <laughs> like I literally woke up and then the alarm went off my phone. Like, oh, you have a podcast interview in 10, in 10 minutes. Oh, I do. Right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> like, it's just like you literally have to just jump into things sometimes, and that's life. That's the soul plan. That's what it is. I, I want to share with you one uh, more thing, practical thing, down down to earth uh, that I do. Um, it's um, like I like to. I have a hobby to grow house plants. I don't have a greenhouse. I don't have anything. I just have half a shelf in my living room that I grow plants. For. Yep. And I grow these plants and I bring them to people that I feel that brought a smile, that are giving a good service, that are nice to other people, that are doing a change in their surrounding. So I just like to come with a plant, house plant, give them some instructions how to grow the plant. And for me, just, you know, to bring a smile on people's face. So, you know, it's like I'm saying to myself, I'm a channeler. I, I go hide there. I get a lot of information. But for me, it's a place to uh, be more down to earth, to make, um, I'm calling it a, a local change of uh, giving people something because for me um these plants i grow them with love and when i give them it's with love to people and 
always people are very happy to get the plants. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Sometimes, sometimes you, there are people like that all over the world. I mean, people that cook for other people and they'll bring them like a dish, whether it be a dessert or like a full meal, like you bring it at someone's door and most people are going to be honored and awestruck that you actually thought enough about them to cook them something and bring it to them. Like it's just simple acts of kindness like that are what the world needs more of. Cause it used to happen all the time when I was a kid. Now I don't even know my neighbors. Like I know one neighbor, the other neighbors I never even met. And I lived here almost two years and just, I mean, yeah, I, I haven't exactly walked over there myself and tried like introducing myself or anything like that either, just because time hasn't allowed it, but it's just, we are not as friendly with our, with those around us as we used to be because the world, the internet has made the world more open, but also has made it more closed locally. Yes. We have, why have all these <laughs> friends locally when you can have these friends that are thousands of miles away that you relate to more? Yes, yes. I would like to say, uh, if we are close to the end, that I would like to say to people that are listening that there is hope. And I know many people feel lost, feel in struggle, feel depressed sometimes. They don't find the direction. They Things are not working well all the time. All of us are not in heaven all the time or in the sky. I want to say that there is hope and that we can help people to change direction and make a difference in their life. So this is what and I can say. Yep, I, I agree. You guys are doing good work and people should know about it. And that's why I was more than happy to have you on here and get the word out. I it, And this video will be shared out across it's already on Facebook. It's already on Twitter, but it'll be shared out more across Twitter and it's already on YouTube as well. And when it releases in, in podcast form in a month or two, then it will be even more spread out and people all around the world will be able to hear it even more. So, cause I do have listeners from all over the world. So that's the great thing. Anywhere they can understand, any, anybody who can understand English can listen to my podcast. So, yes. um, but please tell, well, one, I want to thank you guys for coming on. It's been an amazing conversation and, that, this is the conversation I like to have when I wake up because it's kind of like it gives you hope for your day. It reaffirms your day kind of. So as much as I got to go mow my lawn, which I don't want to do, but uh, but where can they find you guys? Where where can they find your services? Just promote yourself to the fullest. HiloraAcademy.com, Hilora Official on Instagram, on TikTok. This is what I can remember now. Facebook. Uh, yeah, also... Well, or written Amir Cooper. We Amir also have a website, amircooper.com, because he's a writer and we are publishing books for children with the message that are more smart, smarter books for children. He wrote until today 200 stories for children. So we are about to publish bit by bit. And this this year there will have we will have in Amazon six books. We we already have two. So Amir Norit Cooper, Hilor Academy, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> and for all those who are not sitting down listening to this or driving or whatnot, those links will also all be in the description as well. So you can just click and go. So once this releases in podcast form. So you'll be able to you'll be able to go to all and find these services if you need to. Not a problem. I'll make sure of that. And thank you once again. Thank you both for coming on. It's been an amazing show. And I can't wait for people to hear this. I really can't. But all my listeners, you know where to find me. If you don't remember, just listen to the outro and you'll hear it. But I want to thank everybody who gave a chance to have a listen to this. And remember, like and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. And thank you guys. And hopefully I, your word gets out there. 
because I want more people to discover that they need to figure out their soul plan. Like that, that'd be great. Because then if everybody was doing what they're supposed to be doing, maybe this world would be a better place. And Thank, you. Gonna, Thank you. Thank you. And there's a political joke in there, but I'm not going to even do it. <laughs> but, uh, and that's it for today, folks. Have a good week. You can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant, or you can find me as Uncensored, Unapologetic, and Untamed UQ Podcast Collective group, Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagram as at JuggaloBastard, or should I say X now? And you can find me on TikTok as at Bastard Podcast. You can also find me on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal, and you can also find me streaming on YouTube as Blind Knowledge Network, because all knowledge is blind until they admit Bigfoot exists.